transmitting to you from Old Heart Radio. That's deuce, right. Deuce. deuce, deuce. I say that to, to my dog Bowie when I tell him when I'm trying to get him to take a shit outside. I'll be like, deuce, deuce, Bowie, deuce, deuce. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it's true. This is episode 22. Uh, the council has assembled once again. Uh, gentlemen, life as we know it, it's been going. How has it been going? That's the real question. You, I got. We got one council member moving into a house. We got another council member move, like doing uh, tests and edu- finishing up his education for his career. We got a family man. We got a career man, and I'm just a fucking. I'm just drifting in between everything. So we're all fucking busy. But how has it been, guys? We got another man in here learning all about Filipino cooking. That he's good. Better be ready to share those secrets with us. That's what uh, I'm saying, well, man. This career was, man over That was here. Vietnamese, but oh, was it? Well, it's freshman world is a Vietnamese thing. I'm not gonna lie, I, I have no idea. Food from the Asian Dude, but continent. It looks so fucking good, man. I'm gonna eat it. I don't oh, it care. Bomb. We all it collectively, I think, we'll open that text and we're just like, ooh. It's <laughs> surprisingly mm-hmm. was very easy to make. I, I did it with pork, but nice. you could do it with, you know, shrimp, chicken, beef. You know, the whatever. pot sticker bandit is is. <laughs> You know, salivating over here. <laughs> <laughs> was it was it rice and pot sticker? Was that the, the tag team? Big rice and pot sticker. Me yeah. and Luke. Yep. Yeah. We still have to figure out since Luke kind of quasi agreed to 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 do the tag team. We got to figure out who's gonna like be an opposing force for, for oh, that. Do we need a heel? We do, dude. We do. <laughs> I'm, I, I claim referee in the match. Okay, I'm, I, I'm ref. Nice. I can play a heel. I can. I know how to take a fall. Dude, <laughs> play there a bad you go. guy. Now we just gotta get another. You gotta get attack, another another team member. I, I bet I guarantee you, Fitz will like come swinging in as a guest. Oh like, yeah, a special guest. He'll come in with like a giant <laughs> foam finger and knock somebody. <laughs> He'll just throw a keyboard at them with a floor yeah. lamp. Just there you go. <laughs> Dude, it's real. It's going down. Home old clave. Just yeah. <laughs> Chopping. Oh man. Yeah, it's been uh it's been wild, dude. I'm in the mi- middle of my finals right now and they're fucking they're slaying me. I don't know like if any of you are familiar winter. with Mark Records. Oh. Is it like winter winter finals? Winter yeah. quarter finals. But uh one of my classes we we're doing these things called Mark Records and they're like machine readable records for library uh for library collections, items in the library collection. And it just looks like fucking computer code on a screen. Like when you're looking at it, you're just like, oh, this is translated into a book I'm supposed to find. You have a feeling I'm not in the des- Dewey Decimal System anymore. No, we've journeyed <laughs> far past that. <laughs> <laughs> it's fucking gnarly, man. But that's why, like, again, as always, these podcasts are just such a nice reprieve. So, you know, this playlist was really actually, I'm not the biggest pop punk fan, but like uh, this week's pop punk theme kind of helped keep me a little motivated to be honest it was i like the energy you know that the music gives us always so you know that being said i say we just dive right in um let's, let's dive i i i enjoyed this playlist i i've been listening to it regularly throughout the week i've been having a blast with this one i'm excited yeah, yeah this would be like this, be back. it's it's the immediate like 
uh like i immediately think of like you flannery every time i think about pop punk now it's like i was telling somebody how i got schooled by you guys on on midwest emo recently you know over the course of all of this of course uh, oh there's there's some overlap there, yeah i was gonna say there's there's definitely some overlap in that diagram but um so yeah starting out we got uh set your goals to be continued yeah so, so set your goals is seriously one of my most formative bands like i found in a random drawer in my house i found my ipod from junior high and i fired that thing up and set your goals had like four songs in my top 25 played with like over a thousand plays from this (laughs) album and so i knew when i saw pop punk i had to find a set your goals song and i was I still love the song. I was blown away by how trash the recording value of this track is, but it's such a good track anyways. I just fucking love Set Your Goals. Yeah. Oh, God, I got a sneeze. It's nice. It's, um, yeah. No, I, I this is I, I really jammed this fucking track, too. I thought it was a great way to kick off the playlist, Jameson. Um, I'm not like as versed i'd say as uh the rest of you probably in set your goal set your goals is like discography they were one of those bands that like i remember everybody kind of having a track or two to play but i just never had any on my uh my dell pod back in the day <laughs> uh, to invoke the name you know um but you know that like i said like right before uh, the energy of a lot of these songs is just like fucking motivating you know what i mean and that's really one like what I get from this song is just punk, kind of like, go go go, let's get pumped up, man. And so I don't know. I mean, like honestly, I might have to actually dig into like maybe the rest of this album just to see if I can find some more tracks. But, this whole album, Mutiny, is like at least for me, and sure, I'm quite biased because it's such a nostalgia album for me. But it's like top to bottom, just a really solid album. If you can get a way like if you can deal with the recording quality fair enough fair enough uh nick how'd you feel about about this set your goals track well i'm gonna be honest i saw to be continued and i uh, immediately (laughs) thought of schmouter uh so overall for this song i'd say not enough serpent king fair enough (laughs) Uh, that's true uh, but in, in actuality, I totally forgot Set Your Goals existed. I remember blasting around in either Rex's truck or, or your truck listening to these guys. And I'm super stoked to be able to listen to them again because I totally forgot about them. This song was a lot of fun. It was, I, I feel like this one in particular was less punk, or it was less pop and more punk. And it, it even leaned in a little harder to the to the hardcore punk without even diving into the easy core genre, genre yeah. which... Uh, Obviously, sounds like gibberish to anyone but me, but it was a lot of fun. I was, I was super stoked to hear this part again. Um, oh my god, that the recording quality—it <laughs> it was kind of garbagey, but I loved it. Like there, there's a part I think it's either right before the breakdown or right after it, but there's like a part where the guitars just hard pan left and right. Yeah, and it's just the most. It's the most mid two thousands recording technique for for guitar music, and I, I cracked up. It was a fucking throwback and a blast to listen to. Overall, uh, this this song's a banger. It's a win. It's a wiener. Dusty, how about you? Not a loser on this playlist. So I'm oh, no, I, a lot of the same things. Thoroughly enjoyed it. I also saw, saw it to be continued. I was like, wait, when did we get on Spotify? 
<laughs> that would be a weird, uh, weird moment. Who put us on there? <laughs> Who did this? You know, string lights could do a, a pop punk cover of R2 be continued. Ooh, that would be uh, fucking awesome. That's a possibility. But no, I, I thoroughly enjoyed this. I I was similar to Nick. Like I, I never really like I didn't remember set your rules at all. It isn't honestly. It's not even popped up on any of my like daily playlists. Even though I have a lot of pop punk on there, it's very surprising to me. So. That, no, it's a solid song and get you going for the playlist. I agree, Caleb. <laughs> I knew this was I knew this was going to be a winner for you just right so, away. Well, we all know I don't love pop punk. Um, I used to listen to it when I was a youngster, and I found you know my additions were from old days of my life. Um, but I I remember this band. I don't really have any nostalgia towards them. Um, I don't mind it, honestly. Um, I realized with this playlist that um, pop punk is not my favorite to listen to, but I don't mind it. But ska is what truly makes me angry. So, so that it, you know, that was a positive thing. <laughs> Getting the silver lining there. So how'd that reflect on the set your goals track? Oh, sorry. Yeah, the weeds. Um, oh, you're good. It's 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 good. Um, my only complaint is like with most like kind of punk music is the over enunciation i don't know i know it's a style and it's like you know it, it it's just part of it and that's fine mm -hmm. but that's really my only gripe with this song i don't know it um but it has good energy i like the kind of hardcore you know flavoring that's going on it wasn't bad it was fine yeah that's not that, that's More great you know you're starting off with the with the, it's fine and we'll get we'll get there that's more than I thought. Um, yeah, you know, I, I'm, I'm kind of taken aback, Kale, that you just said that you you don't mind pop punk as much as you once did. That's yeah, it depends. Yeah. I, I'll give it to you, Caleb. Like listening to the this list, goddamn, like it is very like. There's not a lot of uh, difference in pop punk. Like it is all real fucking similar, but. To say, like, it just has that right energy. It gets you fucking going. And I, I'm all for it, man. I'm here for it. Um, so that takes us uh, to Coffee at Midnight by Stand Atlantic. I believe that's a Flannery track, a Flannery pick. That is one of mine. Um, so I found Stand Atlantic. I think it was just, a, it popped up in a Spotify algorithm. So that was pretty cool. Um I've found as we get older, it's it's harder for us to to find new music to listen to, especially new stuff that we find good that that is good. So, I've been really leaning into some more modern ways of finding new music, and this this was a winner. Uh, I really like this song. Uh, I discovered it during like a brutal breakup, and it worked real well for that period of time because um, it's about the 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 singer like she's not letting go of this last relationship, and she just wants to keep trying to talk it out. It's not obviously it, it's not working. Uh, but I looked up this band out of curiosity and the reason I put it on here was just to share her story but the singer of this band decided to be a, a pop punk singer because she went and saw Avril Lavigne in concert when she was like 12 years old and was like yep that's what I'm gonna do <laughs> fuck yeah dude that's <laughs> actually pretty cool what the fuck and uh, she's got a kick-ass voice. It the, her lyrics are awesome. The the mix is good. That it's they're just a good band. They've got a, a bunch of really new songs out. This is one of their older, bigger hits. But they've got a, a new album out that's really good, really worth listening to. 
Fair enough, man. Yeah, I I really like the uh, the fucking driving punk beat in this song. Like it really, like I love a good punk beat, <laughs> and it just like it, like there's multiple sections of the song where that just kind of just drives everything. And uh, there there was a couple. I'm, I I will say I was gonna mention Caleb. I'm kind of with you. Like one of my bones that I have to pick with this genre is the enunciation stuff. This song does have a really kind of funny enunciation. I don't want to say goodbye. I was like, I was like doing that to people at work all day. I was like, I, I was like, Good so they're boy. an Australian band. So yeah, they're they're an Australian band. That's that's why for the enunciation well, on that that one, pop that's, punk. That's exactly that, why the pop oh, punk. Well, uh, yeah, it 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 works really well for pop punk, I guess, with that accent, but. No, uh, overall, like I actually really dug this song too. It's it's hard to find a stinker on this list, like you guys have already start mentioned. And so, you know, I gotta give it a I gotta give it a pass for me. It's a good, it's a decent track, man. I'm I'm probably gonna cue it up again. But Dusty, how about you, man? I I, I discovered them similar to the way Nick did, where I just Spotify just threw this on a daily mix, and I never skip it because I think it's very catchy. And, you know, I'm not a huge fan of, like, the Paramore types, which this reminds me quite a bit of. But, I don't know, I, I would prefer this over Paramore, I would say. Oh, for I sure. It's, mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, just, it's catchier, you know, it's not as, it, it is still poppy, but it's not, I feel like, you know, as overly, you know, super mainstream or anything like that. So, I give it an eight. Yeah, like, uh, if... If Warp Tour is still going on, they'd probably they'd probably be playing a, a oh, stage. Oh, for sure. I bet they're going to play it. We were when we were young. Oh goddamn! If they've been around that long, if if anyone plays at that show. Yo, by the way, uh, I don't How know who's, who's organizing that, that festival. We still haven't gotten our press passes, so. Ooh, well, yeah, so fuck, we were dope. young. <laughs> we should just. I'm a live nation. <laughs> punk bitches caleb i honestly don't feel like any what what are you gonna call alt press now nah, fuck them get ufr on there exactly we're gonna give you the most unbiased accurate reporting we are the authority now to, to corndog recipes <laughs> that you, anyone will get they just yeah. finished their set and it was fine <laughs> <laughs> that's it to, oh, yeah kind of whiny uh they get, they, pretty cool guitars though <laughs> I like this is getting so meta because we're making fun of ourselves. They didn't age into skinny jeans that well. Ooh, no. I I promise to make homemade corn dogs and hand them out to every artist coming off stage, though. So that's why we should be there right now. The artists want us. (laughs) They want our corn dogs. Start making those tempura corn dogs. That's our signature. This this signature tempura corn spring rolls. If anybody. You know, mm-hmm. swings that way. You, you can perfect. You can put the spring rolls in tempura, deep fry them, and put them on a stick. <laughs> I was just thinking this. That's brilliant, Nick. That's fucking. There we go. Another another snack innovation for the. For the there list. was talk at one point about beer cheese soup with mini corn dogs floating in the top. So. Oh goddamn! I mean, right. handing out soup at the end of a show is probably not. Some soup. It's cheese. Eighty degrees. Here's cheese soup. You guys want a nice fun snack for the mosh pit boiling hot cheese soup (laughs) make sure you get plenty of mini corn dogs in there you just grab a handful throw them on top (laughs) (laughs) we'll get on stage and just throw mini corn dogs at the crowd dude that'd be great (laughs) 
It's like, oh man, I'm just okay. We're in the weeds so hard, but this yeah. is all right because this, these are, like I said, these are great ideas, and we're still waiting for our press pass. So it is relevant to we, we some can't degree to stifle the creativity. It's just, it's too important. It is. Um, and sp- uh, getting into it, then I guess Caleb, I need your, I need your input on the how do you how you felt about this uh, stand Atlantic. The, the, yeah, the stand Atlantic. So I've never heard of that, um, but I actually I really enjoyed this song. Um, the the lady is a very good singer. She's got the dirt. She can belt. Oh yeah, um, it's it, right in the the chord the chord progressions yeah. throughout were really really good and melodic. The guitar tone was good. Um, I really liked it. I mean, yeah, I know it leans kind of pop punk, but um, it is a pop punk playlist. It, it makes sense, you know. <laughs> That's where we're at. We're all like, God, the, it's um, a little pop punky, but. <laughs> but like i don't know i think it's like it's it's you know it's there but it's not like so much for me that like oh this could be a pop song on radio too and not be too much for people who aren't into that um the bridge was fantastic the the chord progression of the bridge all the harmonies at the end this was like i i'd say this was like top of the list for me i was really surprised at how good it was Jameson, how about you, man? Yeah, I'm. I'm just gonna kind of echo what everyone said. I think it <clears throat> definitely leaned a little heavy into the pop section in the in the chorus, but it just comes right back at you during the verse with like those heavy punk tones and stuff, and just pulls you out of that. Like I was kind of drifting away from it, but then it pulls you right back into the into the muck, and it. <laughs> it's fucking it's a banger and it made it onto my daily list so oh, nice it's a it's a good it's a win for sure nice hell yeah well two wins so far uh let's see if we can keep it up we i mean we got an mxpx song next uh mm-hmm. this is caleb you dropped this one life story my life story um yeah MXPX uh, has appeared already once on this but on the podcast. I think that was on Luke's playlist, if I'm correct. Mm-hmm. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Why'd um, you Why'd you pick this one, Caleb? So this was like my first, um, th- like when I was really young, like maybe like seven, eight years old, um, and my brother and I were allowed to li- listen to MXPX because they were on Tooth and Nail, which was a <laughs> Christian label. So and they were like you know positive and upbeat enough that my parents didn't see it as demonic or something um and yeah they're just so like this is what like is this is really formative nostalgic music for me and um i mean they're they're washington natives they're from bremerton so that was always a cool little thing um i never got to see them but i've heard they're lovely gents but yeah i just this is like the the quintessential um you know childhood song in my opinion where it's like i really started to care about music because i was hearing music that wasn't just like from church or whatever and it was like oh like there's other stuff out here and i like guitars and music and yeah it was kind of the beginning of honestly like my entire taste in music we've, we've gone a little off the rails from here but this is where it started exactly <laughs> you went straight from mxpx just to igor himalayan massive ritual and born Dang. ashore and yeah, yeah. <laughs> we, we, anyway, we, we went yeah. for a walk for a walk well you know i guess caleb that's just your life story uh-huh. um, <laughs> nick's face <laughs> <laughs> 
Well, yeah, I mean, I, I, I gotta be honest, the more I keep digging back into MXPX, the more I kind of enjoy it. Um, and I remember, again, you know, they were kind of one of those bands, like, I feel like most people had like a loose familiarity with, uh, they had heard an MXPX song. If you were really into like, I feel like, uh, you guys remember like, what's, what was his fucking name? Peter Piscasio. Whoever, oh, yeah. him and whoever he hung out with, they're probably really into MXPX also. Oh, they like, were. Um, <laughs> wasn't he in that, that Yesterday Never Came band? I can't, no. no, he, no, he, I don't, well, I can't rightly say. I got kicked out of that band like right away. So, <laughs> <laughs> like, that, that was what I don't think, I think Zach quickly was like, you don't have, you don't bring anything. Finally <laughs> <laughs> leave. Yeah. Don't even care. I worked at Dairy Queen with that guy. He was a dick. Oh man, <laughs> fuck that guy! Hey, we got to get him on the podcast sometime, I liked him. man. We got to. <laughs> Good guy. I really wonder. I was thinking about him. I was thinking about him the other day. I was like, I wonder what he would put together for a pod. I guarantee you, Dusty wouldn't like it. <laughs> but but if you talking about Peter Pascoscio or, or yeah. Zach. Uh, Zach? Oh yeah. Oh, oh no, wait. I love Zach. Oh. I'm talking about Peter. Oh, I'm glad we. I'm glad. I'm fine. I'm glad we clarified that because I was talking about Zach again for for some reason. Oh, Sorry. No. Okay. No, that's like great music. Some of it. We're also going weeds. Weeds. <laughs> this what is why this, like what, what, this is a perfect moment. Odweeds. Okay. Odweeds. Don't get in the Odweeds. <laughs> oh, if you're the... listening, I have no beef with you. We hung out a lot. You're you're cool, dude. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. I'm It'd not be... a fan of you, Peter Pascasio. <laughs> Fuck you. Oh no. <laughs> Listen, Peter took his work at Dairy Queen very seriously, and maybe he just didn't appreciate the Berzenberry Blizzard. <laughs> I had my own secret menu when I worked there. I mean, we can go into that if you'd like, but the that's some deep weeds. Let's we'll move to the Apocalypse. <laughs> we'll save that for another time. Apocalypse. <laughs> oh my God. Um, I'm fucking. Who are we at? Where are we at? Nice We're on my, my life story. Yeah. yeah I, this, this, I'm just giving. I'm giving it another pass because it's good. It's another good one for me, man. Because I've like mm-hmm. ever since Luke's playlist, I've been kind of listening to him a little bit more anyway. So. I like I like this pick, Caleb, and I I agree with you. Like they were kind of a uh, <laughs> some parents would uh, would be cool with you listening to them more, you know, more than other bands. <laughs> we'll, we'll just say it. I I definitely I get that sentiment. Uh, it's either but, this or Behemoth. You know, one swing or another. Um, Jameson, how about you though? How'd you feel about MXPX here? It's a good track, but Caleb, I'd just like to say, if you added some fucking horns to this, this is ska music. <laughs> just so you know. I mean... <clears throat> well, good thing there's no fucking horns then, right? It doesn't have any upstrokes in it, and I think you need the upstrokes for ska. Well, I, it's pretty fucking close. Because you don't even necessarily close. need I think horns close. in ska. Mm. Well, I'm not here to argue As long the... as it's in between two songs that do have horns. I'm a... <clears throat> but... On this song, they're fun. And MXPX, I saw them at Warp Tour one year. It was pretty cool. Like I think they they played the last year there at the Gorge in like the middle of the day on the main stage, which was cool. But uh, yeah, it, it, I got no qualms with MXPX or this song. Fair enough. Would you say you have more qualms with with Peter than you do with MXPX? Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> Peter. Oh, man. We're gonna, to, we're gonna get him on here for a grudge match. Uh, Nick, 
what about you, man? How do you feel about MXPX overall, and just in, and how this song in general also? Wow. Well, MXPX is a great band. They're classic. But I gotta say, like for someone who hates pop punk as much as he does, Caleb has pretty good taste in it. I know, which is which was very surprising to me. He he kept warning us that he was gonna struggle to come up with anything at all, and what he came up with was obvious, like really good choice. I mean, it's it, it's that classic area era of pop punk that we all grew up with. It's like what what Blink would describe as that you know lullaby with a punk beat, and it just it it just fits the mood. It's if you want pop punk, MXPX is what you want, and it, it's just a good song. So, yeah. Caleb, I I don't think you hate pop punk. I think you like pop <laughs> punk, and you're just being cranky about it. <laughs> no, you need, you need to refocus. No, Yo, I am don't cranky. Make, don't make Mr. Flannery refocus you. Okay. <laughs> I don't know what that means, but I'm, I'm not gonna, fucking worried about it. You're gonna have to pull a card on the wall over there. <laughs> over there. <laughs> I'll show Dusty, you where you can put that card. What are your four cards? We'll send you to the principal's office. In there, Jesus Christ. Dusty, what are your thoughts uh, on MXPX? I was the same sentiment as Jameson. You know, they're just a solid pop punk band, you know. Um, I believe I first heard them probably on a motocross video game of some sort. <laughs> or that or like maybe a Dave Mira's BMX. Oh, BMX. Oh. Two. That was yeah. a solid PlayStation yeah. game. Yeah, I oh, mean, yeah. they for sure would have been on one of those. I, I know they weren't on the first two uh, Tony Hawks, but definitely were in a motocross game. But yeah, it's just, you know, a classic. I would have figured they would be on here. I mean, you can't have pop punk playlists without them or a couple others that are coming up. So, yeah, I'm glad Caleb got the OGs on the playlist. Everybody else went kind of uh, off in the road, but I think Caleb and Jared both went with some OG picks. Mm-hmm. So, I'm glad for that. Um, well, yeah, I mean, I guess oh, MXPX passes the test again. They won't, we will, we will, UFR will maintain. Uh, loyalty to mxpx to some degree i suppose uh weed tent is the next track though i'm gonna stop talking before i continue to say (laughs) stupid things uh weed tent by the sidekicks dusty Mm -hmm. this song is very pleasant where'd you where'd you pull it uh another spotify daily mix thing Uh, i think it might have been on a manchester inspired daily list but checks out they, I don't know. They, they, whenever this song comes on, I just, well, I never skip it. It's very pleasant, and it, it's kind. I mean, I, don't, I wouldn't say it's completely pop punk. It's kind of that that genre, that, you know, maybe a fusion of pop punk and alternative, kind of a like Band of Horses vibes for sure. Yeah. But a little bit more poppy than Band of Horses. So, I don't know. It's just a tune I thoroughly enjoy, and yeah. The weed tent. It's the weed <laughs> tent. Well, I find myself in the weed tent. I definitely, uh, you know, I like. I enjoyed this song. It was a, it was a, an easy song to get lost in and wrapped up in. That was on the playlist, you know. So, I really appreciate that. I had never heard it before. Uh, there's quite a few tracks I, I completely have apparently missed, as always. But uh, yeah, I, I definitely think this will be kind of another rotation, uh, plug into the rotation for me kind of song. So. Uh, Nick, how about you, man? How do you feel about the sidekicks? Well, I really enjoyed it. Uh, so this song, it may not have been like 
the most pop punk song on there. I think, Dusty, you're right. It's uh, It has a lot of elements of it. It has a lot of elements of Midwest emo, of indie rock. Of It definitely has that Band of Horses vibe, mm-hmm. too. But it also checks enough blocks of the pop punk genre that it fits on this playlist super well and it adds this really nice down tempo element to the playlist overall like i think i mentioned it earlier but i've been listening to this playlist a lot more than some of the other ones that we've done it's it's a really good playlist and i think this is a crucial element of that i really enjoyed this song um maybe it wasn't the most off topic but i am also really glad that we did find like a lot more down tempo one to put on here so this was this was a great one to listen to also Mm -hmm. i really want to figure out that guy's guitar tone that sounded fantastic the fuzz yeah yeah good fuzz that's super natural like warm to break up on that guitar tone (laughs) jameson what about you Uh, um i don't know about this one man uh (laughs) i would say this is like my idea was indie pop is what i would call it less pop punk and it, it was missing that energy that the rest of the playlist has which Nick saying that he needs, I didn't need it in this playlist. <laughs> and I would have dug this a lot more if it was like a three minute song. But man, after minute three, like minute three to five and a half, I was like, just fucking end already. God damn it. So I I would probably, I would like a gavel on this one, please. <laughs> yeah. It's there. Dang. Caleb. How are you going to follow that? Um, I, I kind of agree with Jameson and everyone else at the same time. Like, we is not cowardice. No, listen, just, just, take a stand. Um, <laughs> I'm going to sit on this fence for a minute. Hang on. I'm, I'm comfortable up here. Um, splinters, in you know, butthole. yeah, exactly. You know what happens when you sit on a fence? Bad things. Oh, it's, it's a barbed wire fence. <laughs> okay. I'm going to get off the fence. Um, I don't think this is pop punk. I don't, but it's not bad for what it is. But yeah, it's like I, I, it's a nice little reprieve from like energy. But when I think of pop punk, I agree with Jameson. Like, um, it's just, it's just missing. Like, if they just had thrown the, the quintessential, I use using that word a lot, um, pop punk or just punk beat in there, you know, that would have kind of like sold me a little more. But I mean, it's, it's not bad. It's, it's way too fucking long. Um, the guitar tone's great. Um, but I would not if like if this was a blind test and someone's like, what would you call this? The pop punk is the last thing, but it's uh, it's fine. It's fine. Hey, <laughs> in the end, you still you still think it's fine, and that's fine. Yeah, <laughs> it's well, an odd one out. Well, I'm glad. Likes Tame Impala. He's he's bound to like the weird odd one like this. Yeah, I do. So I mean, I like it in that yeah. way, but. Good reframing. It, it, it's right? it's good because it's not pop punk. Maybe that's what I'm saying. <laughs> it's like if it, it's like it either like pineapple and pizza or you don't. But you know, but you like pineapple, but maybe you don't like it on a pizza. Exactly. And I feel that way. Well, anyone who feels that way is a fucking idiot because <laughs> pineapple on pizza is very, very needed. It's no, the, Jameson one hundred percent I'm with the you. Goat. The best pizza, period, is Canadian bacon, pineapple, and jalapeno. Yep. Is the best pizza in, in the entire world. Absolutely not. 
Dude, you feeling, you feeling I, Randy? Throw some pepperoni on there. All right. Oh, Ooh, oh my God. Done that. This, pepperoni this, and this the jalapeno insane. with the pineapple Die. and the Canadian I'm bacon. Get a little sweet. Oh, fucking smother myself with <laughs> my own shit. <laughs> my own shit. Well, that, I'm dying of my own jankum. I think I think it's three against <laughs> two in the council. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's three against two here, and the council has decreed that pineapple on pizza is bullshit. You better vote it. Sit down. Whoa. Piers, Piers, the kids are not all right. Thank you, Dusty. You're right. We do have to get back to that. <laughs> the next track is one of my picks. The Offspring. The kids are all right. Aren't all right. Excuse me. Wow, I bunked that up. Uh, the one job I had. Anyway, this is definitely like, I in hindsight, we'll put uh, like, with all of my tracks i was like i don't know how well they fit into these into this list but i had to put it in context of like like all of my songs are from different eras of pop punk uh than are what what's current and so at some point they were like kind of popular representations of like their music i suppose so anyway the offspring i i i've always had an affinity for the offspring i'm one of those i like it was I remember it wasn't this album. It was the album that came out after this one. Uh, my older brother had like I just remember like him fucking jamming that in his car. Uh, that always led me to like kind of exploring that them more. But uh, and I remember seeing them at, at Warp Tour at least twice. Mm-hmm. So oh, yeah. you know uh, they were just kind of a staple. Then I don't think I don't know if they're like I don't, like I said I don't know if this is full on like pop punk or not. But I guess I'd have to leave that up to the council. Uh, Nick, give me your opinions on the Offspring. Or I'm gonna say, I, I'm so many of us were introduced to the Offspring in a way that we may not remember. Uh, but maybe at an arcade or maybe on your Sega at some point, you played the game Crazy Taxi. Uh, but the Offspring did the entire soundtrack to that game, and that game is fucking sick, and so is that soundtrack. Uh, <laughs> my, my one negative opinion of the Offspring is that. Pretty much every single song of theirs sounds exactly the same to me. However, I like that song, so I'm gonna keep listening to it. It's it. They're a great band. They're super fun. They just had this. They feel like summer in the '90s. Yeah, that's yeah. that's all I I can say. Yeah, dude. It feels like throwing your skate down and like hitting the pavement and going to like see where the fuck the evening's taking you in the middle of July, like. <laughs> <laughs> Headed down to Aladdin's castle. Oh shit! <laughs> oh, stop by the or tokens, the Godfather's pizza. Dude, <laughs> hey, that's still there. Uh, next time I'm in town, gotta hit the Godfather's pizza. Are we going? Oh yes, gotta, gotta hit that buffet. They better have an original Soul Caliber machine in there that was never updated. Dude, they straight up they used to have that like five player X Men arcade game, <gasps> like the whole like big fucking big fucking Dude. unit. Wait, is there a barcade in, in uh, it's either Tacoma or Olympia that has there's, that game? There's one in Tacoma. Uh, it's called Dorkies. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, Dorkies. there for pretty, sure. Okay. Pretty legit. Um, either way, more offspring. Uh, Jameson, <laughs> how about you, man? How'd you feel about this uh, this song? I, I love this song. Uh, this was already on my like liked playlist. I've, I've always spun this song. Um, my brother had this album, you know, back in the day when you had a giant CD case with all sorts of things. Yeah. And I would always sneak into his room and Same. steal this album specifically. And uh, I think this is the best 
song on that whole album like this is the same one that has pretty fly for a white guy and some of the other ones Mm -hmm. but this has a little bit of a deeper uh darker vibe to it than the other stuff and i do think this is pop punk like it's not as like i think blink is probably like the the og uh pop punk band but offspring still has those same kind of tonal aspects to it so uh yeah this is definitely a winner for me fuck yeah dusty how about you man oh i've always loved this song i i love the offspring i mean people make fun of them and they don't even care for but i don't know it reminds me of watching skate videos back in the day and yeah, i have one fond memory of seeing them at bumber shoot in 2008 or nine and one at one point uh because they played out on the football field on the, the main place and one point there was a, they were crowd surfacing this guy in a wheelchair just, oh. It was crazy, but like the, you know, they played like at two o'clock in the afternoon. It was just you know, everybody was there. It was, it was a great time. But yeah, I mean, I, I would consider this pop punk in, in its era. You know, okay. The the later albums were more, I think, rock like. But the, I mean, this whole album's. I remember it when it came out. Like, Pretty Fly for a White Guy was like everywhere. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, like the whole album is really good if you listen through it all the way through. So, but yeah, Fuck I'll yeah. never hate on this. Fuck Great yeah. song. Caleb, how about yourself? Um, I don't really have a, any real problem with The Offspring, but it's not something I really ever got like super into. Um, just like you guys, like I remember my older brother having the CD and it was like a, a thing we had to keep secret and he would listen to it you know when no one was around or whatever so that was kind of fun but um i never stole this from him i think i went for i just went straight for system of a down but um <laughs> by, by this time i was already trying to get on that heavy shit oh you know it. Uh, <laughs> drop C. Um, yeah. Anyway, drop C is heavy. Don't. It is don't, heavy. Don't, I know. Don't you dare. No, it's the heaviest shit I've ever heard. But I mean, like, I, I'm familiar with this, but I don't like. Other than you know, hearing it kind of on my peripheral, like, I don't have nostalgia for it. I don't mind it. But I'm also like Nick's right. All those songs sound the same. That's fine. But I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna pass. Oh. Mm. Ah, but no gavel. No gavel. Alright, alright. We we maintain. We make we make it pretty far. We've made it pretty far. We've only had one gavel so thus far. Uh well next up we got nothing left by action adventure. Jameson, this takes us back to you. Yeah, so uh as Amy would say, I deep dived for this one. Um I when we when I said we should do this playlist, I initially thought, oh shit, I'll just add like Neck Deep or you know some of the other bands that I'd been introduced through the podcast. I was like, you know, I I think I should go a little deeper than that. So Action Adventure is not a band that I was super familiar with, um, but I I was listening to different playlists and looking through different like. Uh, artist rankings and stuff of uh, popular pop punk bands and these guys popped up and uh, this just has the kind of energy that I 
look for in a pop punk band and they're a newer band and i also thought it was kind of cool that it's all every um member of this band is a minority which i thought was really kind of cool from a genre that is typically seen as like i don't know stoner white guys or like surfer white dudes like this is a very white genre and to see a band of all minorities is pretty cool and they definitely hold up you know musically so or whatever Mm -hmm. fuck so yeah banger of a track I agree with you, man. Like, I actually, this is this is probably one of the contenders for top tracks for me. I really like this fucking song. Um, I had never heard of Action Adventure before, but Nick, uh, in the group text, you kind of alluded to like having uh, known known about them. Um, overall, I, I like I said, I really dug it. But um, Nick is somebody else who's kind of familiar. How do you, what do you think about this song? Yeah, actually, I'm gonna flag myself as being fucking lame but um i discovered these guys on tiktok as a 31 year old man um <laughs> they're on tiktok but, yeah yeah <laughs> uh but no i found them in a it was a it was some some tiktok some it was some guy listing because obviously you're gonna find racists on the internet and they really like to leave dumbass comments on people's videos mm-hmm. and like they they were insulting this guy for not being white and trying to in like you know trying to be a pop punk singer which is you know what he was trying to do mm-hmm. yeah and i think he just like started listing all of these bands that were like hey by the way we've we've been here the whole time we never left and we're gonna be here forever so well as long as pop punk's around that's probably not forever <laughs> Punk will never die. Pop, pop, punk. Punk, punk will, punk never, will die. never die. Pop, pop, pop punk will certainly die. Yeah. No, it won't. <laughs> There's a definitive clip that will happen there eventually. Uh, yeah. I mean, doo-wop didn't die. I mean, that's true. Is there any modern doo-wop bands? <laughs> I mean, Not the most modern doo-wop was, but that yeah, I've listened Jasper to was probably... Uh, or the works of the... Uh, what was that band? The, the Toe Tappers, man. The, the South Miller Street Toe Tappers. Can oh. I can I formally <laughs> request right now on record that we never do a do up playlist because like no one no well, I had it ready to go but okay God damn it yeah. it <laughs> yeah just delete it Dusty it was not even worth it apparently uh, anyway out of the any, weeds and back into any, this any, adventure yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> what what I was saying um, it was super cool um, so these guys they're like it was a he just listed off like just a ton of bands that like feature like all, entirely persons of color or or people of color that as you know primary members of the band so these guys popped up i found them they they just sounded really kick-ass uh, another band that popped up was magnolia park so if you want to find something that was it's kind of like this but it uh even in- incorporates some elements of edm of uh i think they even use trap beats at some point but it's pretty cool stuff uh but this band was a lot of fun i am a big fan of their song tuck everlasting just because it reminds me of that fucking book it wasn't uh, a really shitty movie too yeah oh yeah uh yeah, they made a movie girl from gilmore it. girls was in it that's right oh, God. it was <laughs> the gilmore girl was in there hey, can uh, i can i just ask jared real quick weren't you like obsessed with that show when we were younger gilmore you girls you're thinking of katie gilmore girls no, you watched a show like that you told me like i love that show i'm like what i don't know i'm not girls or something anyway i'm not familiar word I'm not familiar with the Gilmore Girls, although I was thinking, you know, branching off of this conversation, maybe we should start a Gilmore Girls podcast. 
a watch along. We all watch it for the first time. I've I've, I've seen, seen just it. about all of it. I think I, I could contribute. Oh, you, you've seen it. all expert. of it. I have I have a mother and a sister, man. I've seen it's, quite a bit I, of it myself. I've seen it. <laughs> I've seen like I've seen like hand probably like a handful of, of things from it. Um anyway, this isn't about Gilmore Girls. If you want a Gilmore Girls podcast, hit us up online. You can find us like, uh, on Instagram at Old Heart Radio. There you go. There's a plug. Okay, made it into a plug. We're good. We're good. <laughs> and where the fuck were we though? Nick, did you, are, are you all done? Did you finish your uh, your thoughts? You liked this yeah. song. <laughs> yeah, this it's song. good music. It's good pop punk. The the guitar chords that they or the chord progressions they choose are really they're they're interesting. They're not like the same you know four chord song bullshit that we heard before. They've got really cool chord progressions. Their beats, their dynamics are all really exciting. They're just they're really fun to listen to. Uh, I was gonna put them on either this playlist or our up and comers playlist, but JMO beat me to it. So. Yeah. Now I get a new up and cover. There you go. Mm-hmm. Caleb, how how'd you feel about, about the action adventure? Um, it kind of reminds me of like um a more energetic version of like Taking Back Sunday. Um and like, like yeah, that. like it's it's not like just the typical like chord progressions, like the, the dynamics were good, the the recording quality was really good. I you know, the like it really it really had a punch, like the the bass drum with all the, you know guitar rhythms and stuff and it you know obviously it definitely sounds like pop punk but it's different enough and dynamic enough that it didn't like totally just bore me to tears um the singing's like yeah it's it's pop punk and you know granted that is my least favorite part of the genre the genre um but he's a good singer and i did not hate this song fair enough i i agree with you i like the the dynamics that that you kind of have in the song it's not just I don't know. It's just interesting. It captures your attention. Uh, Dusty, how about, how about you, though? Um, no, I enjoyed this. This is, you know, just more, you know, the modern day take on pop punk. Mm-hmm. You know, I feel like it's not as as rushed as it used to be. And I don't know, maybe the, you know, from the instrument side, it's a little bit more technical than you know, your typical. Here's our three chords. Then the, cor- you know, a chorus bridge whatever so it's no i just enjoyed this i didn't know about the whole diversity thing so that's cool another band pop punk band that, that diverse some 41 their lead guitar player blues pakistani guy did yeah he was some... he was mentioned in that in that video that mm-hmm. was on tiktok that i watched as an adult yeah. man as an adult <laughs> man but yeah no i, I like this uh, I'll have to check out more of it. It's, it's, it's a solid yeah. eight. Nice, <laughs> nice. They earned themselves eight. <laughs> the infinite loop. We don't. We don't know what the denominator of this fraction is. So <laughs> it could be good. It could, it could be, be bad. Denominator <laughs> <laughs> eight over eight. That's one. A solid that's eight out of eight. <laughs> could um, be a seven. Well, the next track, I believe. Uh, belongs to mr flannery overstepping by belmont uh i discovered these guys actually from an alex melton video um he was parodying their style and i was like oh okay this is a great place to find music Uh, i found uh just quite a few bands that way actually uh actually some of the other songs i put on this playlist i discovered from that alex melton video so that's cool 
I don't remember which one it was, unfortunately. Um, but Belmont is a really cool band. They're from some town. I don't know. I wasn't paying attention when I read their Wikipedia article or whatever. <laughs> They're from a town. Uh, but this song's a, yeah, this this song's a lot of fun. The the music video for it is kick ass. It's just some guys with telecasters and like P basses or jazz basses or whatever they picked up at a pawn shop. They're just jamming the shit out of like the front yard of their college house or something. Um <laughs> But this song's just a lot of fun. It's got the, the just fast, complex riffs, the breakdowns, the vocals are really kick-ass in this song. Um, I don't know. It, it's it's a lot of fun. Oh, uh, side note, actually, these guys just flipped their van over outside Salt Lake City, Utah. So uh, if there are any corn dogs out there that want to donate to their GoFundMe, they've almost met their goal already. But let's get these boys back on the road. Damn, dude. Yeah. Hopefully, everybody was was unharmed but oh yeah every, everyone was fine but i mean the van yeah. wasn't their stuff yeah. wasn't yeah that fucking blows um yeah i mean honestly i i bet that, that they would put on a fun set like to check out because I, I really i really enjoyed the song like it's got some some pop punk songs are just a little boring and like this one has a lot to pay attention to I think, and I really, yeah, I, I really dug this. I, this was one that, that I was like, I'm definitely gonna check more into Belmont. So, fuck yeah, good call there, Dusty. How'd you feel about Belmont? I think it echoes similar take on what I had in the last song, where it's a little bit more complicated than you know your typical setup of a song, you know, older pop punk where where this one's focusing a lot more on the technical aspects of the instruments and there's there's a lot more going on which is a nice change up you know because when, when if you listen to a whole playlist of pop punk sometimes it's nice to have a some variety some change other than your typical song structure mm-hmm. so this is a good you know i like the guitar pretty good i'll have to check more of this out yeah i yeah. agree they just they seem like it'd be, it'd be worth following up Jameson, what about you, my friend? For sure. I, I think these guys are definitely on the technical end of things. It's almost like math pop punk. Like the guitars were way more technical than anything you normally see. <laughs> the drum beats were almost on the brutal end of the spectrum, which was yeah. really cool. I love the drumming. Um, yeah, I think this is probably top contender for my favorite on the playlist. Like, it wasn't a band that I had heard of before, and I'll definitely be digging deeper. Hell yeah. Caleb, what about you? Yeah, I mean, really just more of the same. Like, um, it's it's just, it, it's interesting. It's busy. Um, I like the math. Um, I, I don't know, like... It, I'm not bored listening to it, but I have to say I would prefer if it was instrumental because um, that's just how I feel about, you know, punk vocals. They're not bad <laughs> and the melodies are good, but like it's also a compliment to the, you know, like everyone playing instruments is like um, it's interesting and good enough, like where just instrumental like version of it would be totally cool to listen to. It's really good. Yeah. Hell yeah. Well, I've heard these guys described before as uh, this is Blink 182 if all of the members were like Travis Barker. Oh, damn, dude. Oh, yeah. yeah. They're all like the experts. Really yeah. Good instruments. Well, that just takes us right into the next song, man. Um, Blink 182. My God, feeling this, man. Uh, Caleb, 
Yeah, you, I, you did it. I did it. Um, I I was kind of like, ah, do I pick this one? Because this is kind of like when Blink-182 took a turn and they became less of their like, you know, really classic um, early pop punk vibe. It's it's more pop for mm-hmm. sure. Um, but uh, I remember getting this album in like the seventh grade and being like, like, I love this album. Like It's super nostalgic for me. I think it's a huge evolution for the, them as a band. Um, I personally think it's their best work. Um, and it's the one that's the most nostalgic for me. Um, it's dynamic and, you know, different enough, like this song specifically, that it's like, oh, this isn't just a, you know, basic pop punk song. I'm feeling yeah. this, there's something mm-hmm. going on. Nah, dude, I, I mean, yeah, I can't knock it. I, I'm also feeling this. I, I always like, I, you know, like I don't have a problem <laughs> with this song. I'll, I'll definitely like gladly leave it on if somebody puts it on, you know. Um, you're right though, I, I remember, I feel like they put this album out so they had done like all of their like punk rock shit that like you know like leading up to this and then this album came out and it be it was like to me it was like you guys remember when some 41 made chuck and it was like mm-hmm. it was like this was like this was like in the same vein where it was like blink 182 was kind of attempting to like sort of bridge the gap between their punk rock base and like the burgeoning emo popularity that was happening like the overall like you know umbrella genre title mm-hmm. you know um but like that's that's like that's what was starting to happen to some of those bands like in the in this period of time i feel like they were starting to have to cater to like a different try like fan base and this was like you know the next song like one of the other songs on this album uh you know was that moody ass like miss you you know miss you, um, all, you know, there was always was a great song um yeah violence was another one so and then not that they didn't have precedent for it because there's like anyway anyway not to, this isn't an uh, exclusive blink 182 podcast but it's it's an interesting time and place for the band that, that this whole album came out i think and this song though like like you said though it's it's a nostalgic kind of feel you always get when when you jam this if you're our age i feel like so can't pass it up but jameson how do you feel about this blink 182 song so i i can't really ever say anything bad about blink 182 and i made the argument with people who are around our age that in my opinion i think blink 182 is maybe the most um like influential band of our generation and that might sound crazy but there isn't really our modern pop punk without blink 182 and most of modern punk music just in general minus the pop that it isn't there without blink 182 um i agree i i think they're it's just a fun fun band and people kind of shit on them nowadays i've heard uh different people say you know whatever they're generic it's lame music but it it's fucking fun to listen to and i almost took um one of their songs bored to death off of their i think their album california came out in like 2016 i almost put yeah, that on here because i i love that track too so they reunited yeah yeah so it's it's a good pick I, i'm you couldn't have a pop punk band without a blink song fair enough dusty what about you yeah i mean i i, I love this song <clears throat> this whole album was really good it was to, you know i remember it being their last one then they broke up or whatever and you could you could tell like one of the songs that um 
Tom DeLonge was the singer on. Like you could see there was this very, like, I feel like the albums like separate. You have like the Tom songs and then the Mark Hoppus songs that are, are like more the old school blink, more punk, you know, cause he came out with plus 44 right afterwards. And like, you could tell where Tom DeLonge was like, getting the Angels and Airwaves vibes and some of that stuff, which I, I mean, Angels and Airwaves is okay, but it was, I, I always preferred like the, the Mark Hoppus stuff, honestly, but I don't know, this song is always, you know, it, it still comes on the radio all the time on the station I listen to at least, and I thoroughly enjoy it. It reminds me of, you know, Troy would do this really weird lispy voice, like the old man oh, from oh, yes. Family oh, Guy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And he would he would sing the chorus line in that voice. Just creep me out. Like he, That's great. He always just blink. And blink would come on this song. Come on, he would do that voice. I'm like, oh my god, That's such a creep. <laughs> Classic Troy right there. Yeah, yeah, for real. Oh my god. Yeah. Nick, what about you, man? I feel a little left out on this. Um, as as much pop punk as I listen to and as much as I enjoy the genre, I really have never dived that deeply into Blink. Oh. Um, I also didn't grow up with them. They just weren't on my radar growing up. So you should, What you should do is find their live album like the the mark tom and travis oh show oh my god oh dude the mark and tom and travis show is it, i mean that's just gonna cover all the basics and just i don't know you just kind of get lost in like their humor and i don't know would have been fantastic to see that but i'm gonna have to check that out because i mean it I, I also never really bothered to do it now and when in in my spare time or when i've been exploring music because i just kind of feel like if I'm listening to pop punk, I'm just going to hear Blink-182 often enough that, you know, I won't have to look for it. And I'm I'm right. It's always around. Yeah. No, and I, I still go back and listen to Enema of the State. That entire album, like, every song is fantastic. So Yeah. It's good. Once again, for someone who doesn't like pop punk, Caleb has really good taste in it. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is exactly what, I mean we were talking about earlier this is that lullaby with a punk beat mm. yeah it's very archetypical of the genre well and like honestly in re-listening to like tom's vocals sound so similar to like how pop punk vocals kind of like that trend kind of continues you know what i mean like it gets kind of like it's so it's kind of interesting just to see like traces of blink in the in like you know nowadays in, f- in the future i feel like here in the future <laughs> <laughs> back to the future back to the future um but that, that back to the future box set dude i have to watch those mm, i fucking love back skip to the future. number three i don't care for number three you can skip it but it i mean if you want to wrap up this the whole if you want to do the whole series you gotta watch it but if you're just going for like some like back to the future entertainment yeah, definitely pick one or two for sure, but you can't fucking top it. I love, I love, I lo- well, you can, but Back to the Future is so much fun. <laughs> either, either way, um, so this takes us to to a Dusty track, but the Dusty, I, I, I was, I had to clarify this. So this is <laughs> one wink or one wink, one week by the by Blink One Eighty Two or no, one week the Blink One Eighty Two version by alex mm. melton so is it alex melton cov- like covering yes. blink 182 covering mm. the song 
Blink yeah. never did a version of this. So, but Alex he's Melton he's impersonating does. Blink yeah. 182. Okay. Yeah. Bare naked so, ladies. His, I mean, thing is fucking wild. He's got his own. He's got his own original music, but he usually does like a pop punk cover or like a country cover of a very popular song. Mm-hmm. And he's like super talented. He's fantastic at it. And so I was like, well, I, I knew there was going to be Blink-22 on here. And I, I, so I didn't want to put that on there. So I was like, well, this would be the next best thing. Alex Melton, Blink-182 cover <laughs> of a Bare Naked Lady song. <laughs> it's like an, it's like inception of music in a certain way. Yeah, think about it. There's so much. There's, it, it's so layered. I mean, his his whole discography, like all his covers, are really good. But uh, I don't know. This is just a catchy tune. I I like this version. I think more than the original Bare Naked Ladies version because it gets that pop punk, you know, tickled. And it really does. Got some Bare Naked Ladies, so it works out. Yeah. No, this is fucking dope. I love this track. I just, uh, I was like so confused. I was like, did I miss Blink-182 covering this song at some point? <laughs> like, uh, but yeah, this is, the, I think it's fucking wild. I think it's awesome that he can like, like he ca- does such a good job of capturing elements of Blink. Yeah. Like it's fucking cool. Like if, if you go down, like his, if you look at like his discography on Spotify, like there's other pop punks. Uh, bands that he covers and he'll do it in their style because this is very much the Blink-182 formula but there's other bands like I think he's like a We The Kings and like a Set Your Goals I don't know if Set Your Goals but maybe uh, I can't remember this another band that's very popular but yeah he just said like oh it'll be this version and like if you go and listen to that band he like nails like all their tropes that they usually have so yeah I'm saying it's cool I'm into it Caleb, as somebody who just put the Blink-182 song on here, how do you feel about this this song? So, I didn't like uh, the original Bare Naked Ladies song very much. Well, you oh. can leave, sir. Yeah, yeah. Exit the meeting. JK, JK, um, you have your place on the council of soul. He, he, he nails <laughs> the meeting later. Um, he... <laughs> This guy, he fucking like nails the the Blink One Eighty Two vibe. Like it's perfect. Like I, you know, blind test couldn't tell you that um, this wasn't Blink One Eighty Two. Um, so you know, points for execution. But um, I fucking hated this. Um, <laughs> Damn, dude, I didn't see that coming. <laughs> um, I don't like the Bare Naked Lady song, and I don't like uh blink 182 um or a person wearing a blink 182 suit if you will like in scooby-doo um i don't care who's under the mask although he did like i said great job really really convincing i don't fucking like this and i would like my very first gavel please (laughs) it's yours sorry justin so you're calling are you calling alex alex melton a scooby-doo villain is that Yes, um, he's really good at it too. Um, you know, no, no shade to, to Alex Melton. Really, really good. Did you believe he was a real ghost? I did. Ooh. I thought this was Blink One Eighty Two. Like I was confused too. I was like, "Wait, is this? Did they cover this? When did they?" Oh, that's oh, what I was Jinkies, Jinkies indeed. Nick, what about you, man? How'd you feel about this song? Have you heard this was, before? 
I uh, I absolutely have. I was pleasantly surprised when this popped up on our pop punk playlist because I'd been listening to it like probably every day for a week straight. <laughs> um, it's a it's a very low stress song. I love the I love the original by the Bare Naked Ladies. I think I like this one more, just because I think it 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 just ups the energy of the original enough to make it. It's like it's two kinds of fun that I can have at the same time. It's like two chicks at the same time, brother. Two chicks at the same time. (laughs) 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 Uh, But no, it's a lot of fun. Alex Melton is super talented. Like Dusty says, he just, he he has this knack for just capturing these characteristics, like distinctive characteristics of a band that maybe you didn't pick up on, but when he points it out, you'll never unhear it. Um, he has a he has a particular video where he covers a Machine Gun Kelly song, and like mm-hmm. he splits it up into the styles of eleven different bands throughout the same song, mm-hmm. and it's just an epic. You know, change, yeah, it changes on the transitions, and it's just, I mean, some of it's four years strong, some of it's like, you know, I think uh, he does like a neck like a neck deep version song. Oh yeah, but... he's he's done neck deep. He's done um actually some of the bands I discovered. He did Real Friends. He's done State Champs. Uh, uh, there's too many to list. Uh, st- oh. oh shoot! Curse this mess. Uh, but it's a lot of fun. Did I cut out or something? No, I I did for a second there, but you're good. Oh, okay. <laughs> technical difficulties i guess but it was a good song i listened to it a lot it's a win mm-hmm. nice well jameson how about you man nick you you stole the words right out of my mouth basically everything i had written down you were gonna say so <laughs> i i agree this is better than the original and the original's a good song too um alex melton's fun as fuck and uh in the case of not being too repetitive i suggest after our up and comers list that's coming next we should do a covers playlist Ooh, that's a great idea Definitely. i think half of my jazz songs were just covers. covers yeah dude <laughs> <laughs> my jazz songs are all covers and stuff so that's fine <laughs> i'm definitely down um well fuck yeah i guess that uh that'll take us right into somewhere god damn it somewhere on fullerton and um, this is another one of my picks, Alistair, Alistair, whatever. You, I, was, I was thinking about that in my head. I was like, is it Alistair or Alistair? Alistair. It, yeah, I was like, I, loosely related, hopefully. No, J, JK. <laughs> um, anyway, yeah, this is like a specific. This track, like, it's from, I discovered this song from the 2003 Warp Tour compilation CD. It was the on the second CD. Because back then, the, that was split up into two discs. And uh, this was like a, an album my older brother always had. Like, he had CDs. Like, he had some shit. And, like, this was one I would always, like, jack from him and, like, you know, put in. And because the second CD in particular had just, like, the best playlist out of the two. Um, but this song reminds me of, like, it reminds me of the estate and shit sometimes. It, you know, like it's singing about like just like a fucking place, like a place that, you know, you and your fucking friends know, like that home, like the, that fucking time. Like, um, 
and it's just got like a really good fucking energy to it and, and so i was like again you know like i said earlier i was like i'm i feel like this fits into the category so i'm gonna put it in there um sure. but yeah so it's a yeah, definitely a little bit nostalgic for me but i also think it's a good track so that being said the fuck the rest of you guys think uh nick how about you this uh, hang on did, let me see if i heard this correctly did you say that you weren't sure if this fits all the into the pop punk genre i guess yeah i never thought of i've never thought of I, any of the tracks that i put on here as pop punk really but when i was so looking strange. yeah because when i was but that was the thing when i was looking at fucking spotify they were all listed as pop punk and so i was like all, all right <laughs> don't question the platform Hey, well, but, but, I was just like, I'm, I'm like, they're listed with all these other legit pop punk songs. So like, yeah. If so, they played Warp Tour, technically, <laughs> I mean, so that, I, I, th- I think there's, there, there's got to be like a difference here. It's like the difference between someone who's hip and a hipster, you know, like the pop punk bands and and artists that are deliberately trying to be pop punk do that, and sometimes they're just regular punk bands that that kind of accidentally sound punk while they're making punk, like just regular punk music. I think the offspring could fall into that category for one, and I think Alistair probably did it as well. But the thing is, is either I don't know if it was by design or just by what they wanted to do, but they just check all the, the boxes of what pop punk sounds like. It has the guitars in the right places, the chord progressions are just like it, the beats like it, and the the two vocals in like perfect harmony like that. Archetype, it's the archetype. It's the uh, I don't know how to use archetype in a sentence in this context. I'm Archetyp- very archetypical. No. Yeah, it's, it's archipelago. Archipelago. Yeah, it's like not Ar- I was like, don't listen to me. Don't listen to me on this one. Um, Arkham. Arkham. Well, like Nick, I think that's an interesting point, man. Because like, like if if thinking about it, like when this, like when I was stealing the CD from my brother, when this was like hot, you know, it was like. I feel like punk rock was the most used, like ubiquitous phrase that was being slapped on the bands like that. You know what I mean? But, mm-hmm. but like now that there's like a whole genre that's like established, like it fits into a different one now. You know, uh, I guess, which is kind of interesting. I, I never really that, and that's why I was like so perplexed. I was like, I don't know if I'm gonna get roasted over this or not, but like, there you go. <laughs> I don't remember if it was intentional or not. I think I, I think what pop punk initially started as it was just the punk that happened to be popular and all kind of sounded the same or had the same elements of it that made it popular. Maybe that's I don't know. Maybe yeah, that's I the would, origin of the genre. I would say I it was like mm, 2002 when you know Blink-182 was coming up, and then you had Sun 41 putting out Fat you know Fat Lip, and especially in. Yeah, I think at that point we considered it punk rock, but when you look back, it would be considered pop punk. You know, like, yeah, it, they didn't really have a genre like because I don't think punk was really that mainstream before Blink One Eighty Two and like Green Day and stuff. But some of that stuff, I mean, back in the day, like, oh, this is just punk, you know? Yeah. But now we look back, I would say we call it pop punk. I agree. I mean, and I, I think you're right. I think um, back then, like, punk just wasn't... Blink-182, this is what we were talking about earlier, they pushed punk into the mainstream, mm-hmm. which it hadn't really been before. Like, it, it kind of danced around it. Like, you, you mentioned Dusty Green Day. Um, but, like, because of that push, like, yeah, it, it started, like, that's when 
you start seeing an explosion of like different like steadily more commercialized like punk rock acts and and that's when like trends get established and i think that's where like you know subgenres then become a thing you know mm-hmm. but because it's, it's probably like just like grunge i mean you, you probably wouldn't have called it grunge at the time i mean i don't know i was probably two three years old but they probably just consider that rock at the time yeah so uh, yeah, it's perplexing. It's interesting. Mm-hmm. That's why I'm like fascinated by this whole this old like pop punk foray. But mm-hmm. either way, um, we gotta get some more opinions. Jameson, how do you feel about this this track I put on here? Somewhere on Fullerton, the head bobber for sure. Like the whole time I was listening to it, I was just kind of bobbing around. I liked it a lot. Right. Um, it kind of reminded me there was the bass line was really forward into it. Um, and so I, the thing that came to mind was Maxwell Murder by Rancid. Yeah. Uh, and so that is what I thought of initially, but this is a more poppy version of that, less punk forward. But another sick track. I liked it a lot. Okay. Dusty, what about you, man? No, I thoroughly enjoyed it. It's, if you were to think of early 2000s punk, then this would be it you know unlike you know like belmont which had more of a technical aspect this just kind of goes under the typical pop punk song like you know makeup you know it's quick you know there's not there's not much to the chords and i mean they're just doing fucking power chords you know and fucking palm mutes but i don't know it's it's a solid song and it's again it's a head bopper like jameson said i was when i first started listening to playlists i was cleaning my house so i had my headphones on it was just like dancing and sweeping fuck yeah dude it does dude. that's why i mean like i enjoyed listening to this at work like it, got, it kept it got me more motivated to like oh you know like while i was like dialing in the grind and shit all your, yeah Dang. shit like that but caleb what about you how'd you feel about this um okay well oh boy I do like the sentiment of the lyrics. Like it's that's it's a really you know I, I, when I think of like you know punk from the '90s and the 2000s, like there's a lot of nostalgia wrapped up in it, and there's also a lot of mention of the suburbs because you know the target audience was you know uh, kids from the suburbs who felt disenfranchised even though they had absolutely nothing to really complain about. Um, <laughs> yeah, this song this to all of us. It was, it was in the, the '90s. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's relatable. <laughs> Um, but this White song kids. is like, it's yeah, dude, we just, just have mental and emotional problems. It's all good. <laughs> yeah, hey, that's we all had we super have. soakers, though. Yeah, you're we damn, do. You're damn right. Or knockoffs, at least. <laughs> yeah. yeah, the Kmart version. <laughs> well, this song kind of is the Kmart version of of that genre of music. <laughs> like, it's about as <laughs> it's 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 about as generic as its album cover. <laughs> Um, it, that's not to say it's it like it's not like bad like it's well done for what it is but it's like it's a clone it's, you know like I'm, I feel like sometimes when you look at a genre you're staring at the clone army and I couldn't I couldn't tell you who this was out of a lineup <laughs> well you know what I'll accept I'll accept your opinion I'll give you that <laughs> you can have it you can have it I don't care. You, you know, you I, I agree though. Like it, it, I mean, it does have like a really like, how do I say it? Easily digest. It's like, it's easily digestible. And that always doesn't make for the most like, 
uh, I don't know, stimulating song. But I, I, I would say at this point in my life, and as I get older, nostalgia is really what takes yeah. hold over this song. Yeah, it's it's Wonder Bread and a glass of Sprite. You know mm. what? That's and fine. a Twinkie on the side. Yeah. Dip your Wonder Bread in your Sprite. Yeah, dude, let's soak up. <laughs> That's fucking gnarly. Um, all right, well, let's uh, guess. A little, you know, let's jump to the next one. Sleep. We got tra- uh, track by Sleep It Off, Hopeless Hearts. So, Jameson, where'd yeah. you pull this one from? This was another deep dive. This was another band I had never heard of. Um, and I considered putting this on my up and comer, but. I found another band. I'm going to tease it now. So uh, there's another pop punk band that beat these guys out. But uh, their first album, the Sleep It Off put out, was in 2019. And I just think it, uh, it, it has everything for like a quintessential pop punk song. Like it, it's not really, uh, I don't know. I, I guess I'm going to say right now, it doesn't have anything that stands out, but that's not a bad thing. Like it just fits the genre perfect to where it's like, it's exactly what I'm looking for in a pop punk song. Fair enough. I mean, all the way down to the end where it has the fade out. Oh, uh, oh, uh, oh, oh. <laughs> yep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, it, I agree with you. I think this is just, it just hits the notes that you're, that you're looking for. Um, which by no means, like, I think, it, I, I don't think that, I don't know how I say it. Like, if it didn't make it boring and it didn't make it like that captivating, like, there were, to me, like, there are more captivating songs on the playlist, but this one was, like it just fit perfectly in like you could put this song on anywhere in the playlist and it would like fit into that spot perfectly you know what i mean just because yeah. it, it's like got that per like the the exact like pop punk energy but dusty how'd you feel about this song hopeless um, hearts kind of got some yellow card vibes from it at first so oh. that like guitar riff that kind of had a violin kind of sound to it interesting i don't know that's just what i got out dude of that. i haven't fucking listened to yellow card in like oh, probably a fucking decade i i, I although although now i'm probably gonna listen i'm probably gonna go back and listen to a track just for but like that song. that lead they're, guitar they're better than what you remember yeah i know i thoroughly enjoy yellow card but the that that lead guitar like that is so yellow card like with the violin which I enjoy, like it's, I, I don't know, that, that was the good thing about Yellow Card, they were slightly different because of the yeah. violin. So, but no, this is just, you know, it's a pleasant pop punk song and I bop to it for sure. Fuck no yeah. qualms with this one. <laughs> Caleb, what about yourself? Um, I would take it a step further and like, I I also like, I was kind of putting my finger on it, but you know, Dusty called it, it does remind me of, of like Yellow Card, but it also, it's like Yellow Card had a baby with Taking Back Sunday. Like I get that vibe as well. There's a little bit of like kind of emo influence, I suppose is what I would call it. Um, that being said, um, I really don't like gang vocals. Um, and I don't like when people go, whoa, 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 and la, la, la. Like, write some fucking lyrics. Lazy pieces of shit. 
But I thought you didn't care about lyrics. So why do you? No, care? I I like lyrics when they're good. But you know, if if you don't have good lyrics to write, I guess just go whoa whoa whoa. Um, <laughs> And that's fine. I mean, it, you know, it, it, like you guys are saying, like it scratches the itch for what it's going for and they, they nail what they're going for. And it, it's, it's not bad, but it's not for me. Fair enough. Nick, how about you? I personally love the, the gang vocals and the woes. <laughs> uh, that's like one of the only things I wrote in my notes is that the whoa part is a fucking hook. Like, that is that is like get stuck in your head for hours kind of hook. It's it's a lot of fun. Um, I think these guys actually fit into the easy core genre as well, um, because it's it, it's pop punk but with a lot of the rhythms and, and the dynamics and especially the technicality of like of, of metalcore is applied in in this song. And so I think this this fits them in with bands like Chunk No Captain Chunk. I think Belmont sometimes fits into that genre as well. Uh, but it's a lot of fun. It's some of my favorite music to listen to. If I could, I could do an entire Easy Core playlist myself, but we're not gonna. <laughs> or are we? Or are we? Uh, but it's a lot of fun. And uh, I think um, I, I so I saw these guys sleep it off, and they sounded similar enough to another band that I actually thought this was Settle Your Scores at first, which is very similar. If you like this, you should check out Settle Your Scores. Um, and that was that was my final note. So good song. It's a win. Every song's a win. Every song's a win. Well, does that include your next song, "Get By" by Real Friends? Real Friends. Uh, once again, I'm a sucker for hooks, as we've discussed about ten seconds ago. <laughs> <laughs> that was unintentional. I didn't mean to line it up like that. <laughs> I don't know. I'm pretty proud of that transition. Honestly, I thought that shit up on the fly. Perfect. I threw that shit before I walked in the room. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Oh, oh my god. Um, now, real, real friends. Um, I think I actually discovered once again from an Alex Melton video. Uh, this was a couple years ago, and I found these guys in every every single song. It's like one of their most played song has has just this super memorable element to it. And, and in this particular one the chorus of you'll get by but i'll get better that just it's the the melody of it i love it i love the rhythm of it i lay the i, I love the way all the music plays off of the lyrics it's just it's just a perfect piece of of chorus i it, i don't find many pieces of music perfect but that chorus is flawless um but this song is a blast to listen to pretty much every song by real friends is really good um people weep to this band's music because they do have that emo influence oh god picture a bunch of like 14 year old 15 year old girls in a hot topic weeping as this is playing <laughs> as they're picking out picking out their rick and morty s- stickers and shit that's mm. it oh god that checks out um, I, I don't know who their audience is. I, I didn't look, bother to look that far into it, but I wouldn't be surprised if there's a lot of overlap with, um, with the, with the easy core guys, with the Midwest emo guys and the modern pop punk guys. Um, these guys are really popular, especially on Reddit. People just rave about these fucking guys, but their music's really good. Every single song of theirs is, is memorable because they just know how to write memorable music. It's, it's really well done. Um, so I recommend you guys check out more of these guys. Oh, yeah. yeah, I definitely, this was another one that I was like, man, I'll probably follow up on these guys because <clears throat> I really liked the, the production on this song. Um, and it like, 
I don't know. You're, you're really right about that chorus, Nick. I think it's kind of, it's cool. Lyrically, I really like it because you can apply that. Like anybody can apply that to their life. Like where they probably had somebody who's like shit on something that they've like, you know, wanted or, you know, dreamed about. And it's like to any degree. And you, and you can just be like, man, fuck you. Like I'll, I'll keep getting better. But like, you know, you'll just be the same fucking asshole. <laughs> it's kind of, it's kind of cool. I like this song. Um, but who am I gonna pick? That's the real question. <laughs> Jameson, how about you? Yeah, this one was an immediate add to my playlist. It's, it's I really like the bit of raspiness the lead singer has to his voice. Like it's just enough. Like it doesn't. Like it definitely isn't qualified as like screaming by any means but he just has a little bit of rasp a little bit of english on his voice that just adds enough to it that it doesn't make it a generic pop pop punk song so uh definitely a winner for sure fuck yeah caleb yourself um i didn't hate this one um i thought the guitar tone was really really nice um good dynamics you know, it sounds like a pop punk song, but it is also like evolved. Um, it, I don't know, like, I can't really place why, but they sound like a more advanced or evolved, uh, like version of MXPX, like stuff I like about that. Like, it's not just totally the same formula, like, as a lot of other bands in the, in the genre. Um, and they do what they do well. Um, I don't know if I'm going to like do a deep dive, but I didn't hate listening to this at all. Fair enough, man. I can, I can chime in, actually. Um, yeah. I don't think this guy plays a single power chord or a ma- like a major or just any kind of standard chord at all in this entire song. It's some kind of weird music chord. I'm going to be honest. I've been playing guitar for like 20 something <laughs> fucking years, and I only know like five or six chords. Put your fingers places until it I sounds just, good. I, I just hope for the best. This guy apparently knows every chord, and I think he employs all of them on this song. He knows the all the music chords. <laughs> the, the best guitar player among us music doesn't chords. know the even. Yeah, this is a music chord. It's, you're like it's you're like um, a suspended, diminished. Yeah, yeah. That's totally start on that shit. It's at time. Yeah, flat. That's that's like Dave Grohl. I, I read this article where Dave Grohl doesn't actually know chords either. He just like figures it out, so it's fine. Hey man, yep. You're you, describing you get, the almost hey. 20 years of guitar playing I've been doing. Yep. <laughs> What's a scale? I know, well, like, nice. I know like two or three scales. Uh, one of them is just the minor scale with one different note. <laughs> don't talk about that one. <laughs> don't talk about that. You'll go to jail. I don't. I hate that you're so Never good at guitar leave. and you don't understand any theory. Such I'm learning, asshole. man. <laughs> I like, I like during the early pandemic was like studying scales, and I still suck. Well, at least you scales can fucking aren't play. You get good at guitar. You get good yeah. at guitar by just trying to play shit that you can't play. Mm-hmm. That's I don't know why that works, but it works. Well, Dusty, uh, before we move on to the next track, what, what's your thoughts on on this no, real friend? Solid, just another just solid pop punk song. The chorus is very good. I'll give him that. Yeah, no, no complaints about this. I, I could elaborate, but I think you guys kind of all touched the main points on it. It kind of gives you all the, you know, you hit every you know chord with 
pop punk songs. Yeah, solid. Fair enough. Yeah, that record. Uh, all the music chords. Well, that takes <laughs> us to a, a song I was quite frankly, I was surprised that this was on here. Um, I want to be sedated by the Ramones. So, Caleb, why, you chose this song. Why were you surprised? Well, and but the, mainly because, and this is what I was just going to explain. Like, at first, like, like, so I was surprised at first because I'm so, uh, like, I do not apply the Ramones to what I think of as the pop punk genre. 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 Uh, <laughs> uh, but, <laughs> but, like, in thinking about it, like, like I have to, like, apply that same logic to, like, the same shit that I put on here, where it's, like, it it's from its time, right? So, anyway. Yeah. yeah. So, why so did you choose this song, though? Well, the, I think the reason I, like, maybe it, I could see why it might seem like a bit of a stretch. But at the same time, at least in my mind, um, it makes perfect sense to me because... Um, when you look at like punk bands from you know they wouldn't have called this pop punk back in the day unless they were being mean maybe but like you know when you compare them to like um bands of the time like like sex pistols or or you know bands that started coming after like that were you know punk was like fucking intense and hardcore like black flag uh bad religion no effects dead kennedy's like you know it was political it was this it was that and um the ramones are a little bit of that but they're kind of like you know the lightest version of their era of punk like and i would say like maybe the true like origins of what we might consider pop punk because it's like it's it's light it's fun it's you know not super heavy um and you know it's just it's a bop it's fun i love the ramones it's like a blitzkrieg uh, bop yeah exactly <laughs> um i mean <laughs> I don't know. I feel like I feel like the the Sex Pistols would have been assholes to the Ramones and be like, "You guys are pop punk, man. you know, like well, you're, you're not you're not true, true cult." No, I think I think I mean, and maybe maybe we're misspeaking because, but I I really don't know in the moment. But I do feel like that that could be applied. Like I love the Ramones too, but it's like, you know. You didn't see the Sex Pistols make like a the rock and roll high school type movie. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Um, and that being said, so and you know, like that there are like again, like if you listen to like certain vocal inflections that he has, even on this track, like it is kind of like more of that like kind of you're gearing towards like certain enunciations that you then see later on down the line. And so I don't know. It, it is interesting. I, so that's why I was like, overall, like I was surprised by it at first. And then I was just sort of like, like this kind of make, makes sense, you know, in a, in a lot of ways. So it was an interesting pick, man. And that being said, I, I can't fucking hate on this song. I like this song. So I mean, um, I had to I had to come up with a third song to put on here. And you guys have no fucking clue how difficult it was for me to pull three pop punk songs out of my ass. So I had to just figure out a way to it. make it work. <laughs> Well, I, I'm all right with it. Uh, Nick, how'd you feel about this Ramones song? I'm I'm not gonna lie. I, I I had an entire 180 degree shift in opinion in the last like 30 seconds or so. Um, so initially I was highly offended that you would apply such a garbage label of that is pop punk. I, I'm, <laughs> I, I love pop punk, but it is it is most of it is trash. Agreed. <laughs> um. And it is not going to stand the test of time. It never will. It never has. Um, it will be forgotten. But real punk is real fucking punk. And that is, like, for a reason. 
like punk is a very legitimate genre that has like a basis in reality. It is political, it is serious, and it is like it's some hard shit, man. And I was at initially offended that you applied the pop punk label to the Ramones since these guys are OGs. Um, but that said, when you pointed out that they did become popular and they did get a lot of radio play in spite of being punk rock, that that really does just harken back to our conversation from earlier about like what pop punk is. It's just the elements of punk music that were popular that then turned into its own thing. Mm-hmm. And I, ah, you actually totally turned my mind around on that one. So you change my opinion i i will accept these guys as popular punk but i still am not gonna ever you know if someone asks me for a pop punk band i'm not gonna tell them about the fucking ramones no no if anybody (laughs) ever asks and somebody if somebody even near me says the fucking ramones in like the terms of like pop punk outside of this goddamn podcast i probably probably smack them in the back of the head boy (laughs) you you know a tomato damn it bobby like you know a tomato is a fruit but you don't put it in a fruit salad (laughs) <laughs> there you go i like that uh, um oh uh one other thing caleb i seem to remember you wearing literally the same ramones t-shirt for like three years straight i think it may have been the only shirt you owned i owned a few others but nah, I, really you like might that shirt. I love the ramones i think joey also had that same ramones shirt that he wore caleb also had a cbgb shirt oh yep. fuck you <laughs> 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 I also had a pair of camo pants that I wore for a very long time. Yeah. Yes. I need to revitalize that look. Bring, bring it back. back. <laughs> Get me some camo pants. It's getting harder and harder to find that BDU pattern, man. Yeah, that I'm shit was from a long time ago. Uh, Damn it. So, Dusty, how, how do you feel about this Ramones track? Um, I, I guess you wouldn't call it pop punk, but the fact that they're such pioneers that you know i have no issues with it being on here i i enjoyed the change from the previous song you you jump like 30 years back to the past yeah and like this is actually one of my favorite ramon songs i would have been personally offended if you put blitzkrieg bop on here because that song is the most overplayed i mean it is probably the original pop punk song think about it but that song's probably the most overplayed song i've heard in my entire fucking life so but no i like i I love the ramones and i was never a huge fan of them but you know the pioneers in that way and so wouldn't have any of these other songs without them so i agree james jameson how do you feel about it though so i i would agree yeah they're the now, seeing them in the playlist, I kind of went along the same mindset where, yeah, these guys are pioneers. And as much as I said Blink-182 are the OGs of this genre, this is probably predating them. Well, obviously predating them and uh, definitely set some stones in place to build up. But uh, I definitely thought like Caleb probably wanted to be sedated listening to the rest of this playlist. So I thought that was fitting. Um, he, he caught it. But just as a, like a quick side note, a, just a shout out to the fucking Ramones. I looked it up and they are like Guinness book holders for the longest touring band of all time. And they toured for nonstop for 22 years playing 2,263 concerts and averaged 
a concert every three days for that's 22 up. fucking Fuck, years. Dude, that's wow. fucking wild. It's like it's rush level shit. It's a lifestyle. <laughs> Holy cow. So, yeah, dude, I dude, mean, like, hats off to those fucking guys. They're all dead now, but that's fucking <laughs> that's... impressive as hell. Are they, all, are they really all dead them. now? Because I know Joey Ramon was the... He kind of died early. All of the the original like band Fatone. members are dead. Jo- yeah, not Joey Fatone, Joey Ramon. The same person. He just reinvented himself. <laughs> that would be like Ted Cruz <laughs> and Zodiac level shit. <laughs> He got a lot of plastic surgery. Joey Fatone is way older than we think he is. Conspiracy theory starts on this podcast. He's a vampire. Joey Fatone is actually Joey Ramon. He just changed two letters of his last name and he's like, it's fine. <laughs> Sounds close enough. You thought, but they won't catch on. You thought Ted, the Ted Cruz conspiracy was one thing. Wait, you hear this. Dude, they come here. This is what they come here for. That's what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Snack advice, conspiracy theories, and uh, playlist reviews. Yeah, open your fucking chakras <laughs> with old hard their, radio. Their Chris Gaines news. <laughs> number one Chris Gaines podcast. Number one Chris Gaines news podcast on the internet. I, I, on Spotify I like, and iTunes. I, I That's where you can find old heart radio. We haven't had enough Chris Gaines updates lately. I I feel guilty. Shut, wow. shut up. Shut up. Shut up. <laughs> Garth, all right, we'll talk about the buddies. next song while I look up Chris Gaines news. The next song <laughs> has hats off goes to the best name on the playlist, Michael Sarah Palin. Uh, <laughs> I just thought it was fucking great. Was it Go Home, Play Music, Feel Better? Yeah, Dusty, you chose this song. Where'd it yep, come from? I, mean, I don't know. It's, it's a fucking mood. It's just the go home, play music, feel better thing. Word. I don't know. Again, I consider this pop punk but a different pop punk and i really enjoy it just it's different than your typical it's probably a little bit more midwest emo than anything but because i thought about putting modern baseball on here but i didn't think that would fly but i don't know it's, it's got some more pop punk vibes to it and i don't know i i thoroughly enjoy the song and so yeah it's a catchy tune yeah, I mean, again, like I, I discovered a lot of new like bands to follow up on, and th- this was one of them. I was like, "Damn, dude, I'm gonna like." Not only do I like, I'm always a sucker for a fucking good name, but it's always great when it's paired with, you know, like good music. And so, I'm looking forward to like actually listening to this whole like EP or whatever it's on. I, I think what catches me the most is his voice is different than your typical punk or you know, the voice is unique to me. So. Yeah. That always catches me too. Hell yeah. Nah, I like it. Um Caleb, how do you feel about Michael Sarah Palin? Um, I don't like Michael Sarah or Sarah Palin. Um <laughs> so they're already that's not a good sign. But honestly, hate on hate bad. on Michael Sarah all you want, but Sarah Palin did nothing to you. She can see Alaska uh, from her house, okay? Uh, yeah, her, she throws Russia rocks at yeah, Russia. Reverse it. You're, How you're, dare not, you? you're not welcome in Alaska ever. Yeah. The state of Alaska, though, no, no longer. Is alone. she welcome in Alaska? I, I, I've never been. I'd like to go. I don't know. That's a good well, question. I don't, I don't anyway, think... your thoughts on the your thoughts on this yeah. song? <laughs> <laughs> um, it it kind of just sounds like um a lot of bands that. I remember like hearing it at Cafe Mela that I was like, yeah, they're good, but I don't care. 
Like that's just that's just how it. Jay, Jay Schmatter being the forefront of those bands. <laughs> no, no, no. no. Yeah, like, who who, who Jay Schmatter sounded like? This is not. I'm, fine, I'm not I talking about. I don't care. I'm not talking about Schmatter. Um, I'm not gonna say names because I can't even fucking remember. That's that's about. Yeah, that's that sums it up. It's it's definitely it's well done and it's cool for what it is, but it's just like, eh. Like okay, this guy has a Telecaster and a lot of pedals. I bet. Like, yep. Likely. Cool. I think I know what you're talking about. It's, it's like it's like hipster does. Punk. It's ugh, Telecaster but, and a pedal board. I have a Telecaster and a pedal board. You're correct. You're correct. <laughs> That's because you're a basic bitch. I am. <laughs> Go stare at your shoes, you bitch. <laughs> well, Nick, did this did this track uh, suit your fancy then? Of course it did. Every track is a winner. Every, Everybody gets a car stand? today. <laughs> yes. Look under you, you get a car. See. You get a car. <laughs> oh, but Dusty okay. at the nail on the head. I think this this definitely falls more into the Midwest emo. But once again, it has those elements of pop punk. Um, it's fun to listen to. These guys show up well, like when I'm listening to to Cliff Diver and Mom Jeans. I'm gonna feature yep. Mom Jeans. See, this is this is where I got that this song from. So yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, but this is they're, they're a never skip band I, I've never really gone out of my way to listen to Michael Sarah Palin but I've heard them often enough That's they're a really so cool good. band you just check them out I don't know what Michael Sarah's up to lately um, that's not part of it he just had a he just had a child actually <laughs> in so. the band Someone <laughs> with that I don't guy? think he's yeah it's actually it's a two person <laughs> band it's uh, Michael Sarah and Sarah Palin <laughs> I mean that would be incredible did they have a child together I would for sure see that live that'd be a scandal 100% that'd be uh, a hi uh so <laughs> this is my husband Michael he's a real sweetheart hey, hey guys <laughs> oh, God. We're, we're gonna go kill a moose later is, I, <laughs> do you think Michael Sarah's ever ever killed a moose no oh, maybe I don't think Travis is like as a hunter. No, he played played like the villain in a in like a thriller horror movie one time, and it was very convincing. No, like just apply all of those things you find normal about Michael Sarah, like what you picture about him, and then just turn it in the wrong direction. I mean, because I feel like like Paul Dano is his like doppelganger, but Paul Dano is like the evil version of Michael Sarah. Paul Dano is the most underappreciated actor in Hollywood. Oh, I fucking love that guy. But uh, it just seeing Batman remind me how much he is Michael Sarah, but the bad guy version of Michael Sarah. Michael Sarah right, is on, the on, human he's the human equivalent. <laughs> Jared called time now. It was called uh, it was called Magic Magic is the name of the film. <laughs> Michael Sarah is the human equivalent of a loaf of white bread that has been left out in the rain. He's made a career off of that. Yeah, he yeah. has. Good job, bud. <laughs> I don't know. Superbad's one of my favorite movies ever made. So yeah. Whatever. All right, all right. Hold on though. We gotta get back to this track. Okay. What? Back to it. So, so, Nick, this track. So this track just hit all the notes for you. Yeah, it did. It. I, it was less pop punk once again. Dusty is hitting us with the with the left field stuff, but it, I really like mixing my pop punk with my Midwest emo. You know, the two chicks at the same time flavor. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Yep. A million dollars to tell you what. Queso and white time. queso together. Ooh. <laughs> it's I confusion, like my, bro. 
I like my 2% milk with my 1% milk. <laughs> yeah, 3% milk is my favorite milk. That's <laughs> 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 not how... <laughs> Uh, oh my god. Okay, one, okay. one glass of one percent milk, one glass, one percent milk. I got two percent milk. By that logic, you should be able to take fifty <laughs> gallons of two percent milk and say, I want to be charged the price for one gallon of whole milk. Yeah, this is exactly. That's what I'm saying. Listen That's guys, a- I, I work with milk every day. All right. <laughs> I know about milk. Okay. <laughs> Don't you fucking tell this guy about milk. What are we talking about? I'm a milk this, aficionado. This guy can milk a cat. <laughs> I could. I, I could. You can milk anything with nipples. All right. I'm lactose um, intolerant. I'm, anyway. 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 <laughs> Jameson. We gotta get yeah. Jameson's opinion on Michael Sarah Palin. <laughs> All right. Out of the fucking weeds. Out of the fucking um, weeds. Away from nipple talk. <laughs> we we made some mention earlier of down tempo and i think this is down tempo pop punk like it still has the drums and it has the right feel to it but it just slows everything down which we've mentioned before i'm a big fan of slowing things the fuck down so yeah. i i did like this song quite a bit it reminded me of bayside though so i oh, good call i thought it was a a good fit Nice, man. Especially for uh, ending out like at the bottom of the playlist, it was a good fit for that for sure. I agree. Uh, do you think you'll follow up on him? Uh, yeah, I think so. I, I don't know if it'll make it into my heavy rotation, but I definitely check this album out and give him a couple more plays for sure. Fair enough. Well, all right. Well, that takes us to, to the last track on the list, which is one of mine. Um, Motion City soundtrack. The future freaks me out. Uh, it's not entirely un- untrue. 2023, you never know what's going to happen, man. Um, anyway, this song, it's uh, definitely calls back to like Del Pod days. I feel like that's when that's when this can like the Del Pod days. Like that's when this can be applied. I probably ripped this off of Troy's computer at one point in time. Mm-hmm. Um, this and like let's get fucked up and die, and then those kind of like lead you to bleeding into more. But Motion City soundtracks like a really like it, it like it's not for it wasn't for everybody back in the day. I feel like it was like they had a couple of good songs, and then like you dig too deep, and people were like, ah, this is just too fucking weird. Um, not that it gets like crazy, I think, but I've always liked them. Uh, but again, this was one I was sort of like, I mean, I feel like this is pop punk, right? Like I'm not crazy in that. Oh no, it's pop punk. All right, yeah, I give it to him. All right. Um, well, okay. So, how'd the rest of you guys feel about this song, um, Dusty? How'd you feel about this song? Um, I wasn't ever the biggest Motion City soundtrack person, but. I don't know. This is really catchy. And maybe it was because I didn't really listen to them that much. But, you know, I think this is a good ending song to the playlist as well. Could have also ended with To Be Continued. That would have been fitting. <laughs> that would have been fitting. <laughs> but, Damn no, it. it's it's catchy. It kind of, like, it, it hits all the right notes with the pop punk genre. And, yeah, no, it's pleasant. Like I said, I, I, I didn't skip a single song in this playlist, and clean my house to it and danced along so boom bam it's house cleaning music 
<laughs> that right there is some house cleaning music. That's yeah. true though. It's an energy. Yeah, no, it's, it's probably the same thing with you. Like you, you're opening the cafe. You gotta, you know, get going. So. Exactly, exactly. Um, Caleb, what about you? Um, I kind of remember this one from back in the day, but um, I feel the same way I do, uh, like now as I did about it then. Like I always thought this was Weezer. Um, it kind of it what? reminds. How it reminds, the fuck? I thought the same thing. Me reminds, too. Fuck. There we go. <laughs> what? Oh, look at that. It sounds like a Weezer song, man. Yep, it does. It's a Weezer clone. And You're fucking high. It's a. It's a. It's a little more. A little You're more energetic, out. maybe. I'm than, fucking in. Yeah. I don't know. It's. No, that's interesting. That's interesting that three of you thought like thought that it was like a fucking Weezer song. Well, does that make it bad for you then? Um, it's not good. <laughs> I don't know if it needs that. Uh, there it is. It's too late now. No it's taking not like River no Cuomo no at all. I don't, I don't understand where you get these are from. I don't know. It all just sounds like nerdy shit. I'll tell you what. You'd have to look up. You'd have to look up whether whether this song came out before beverly hills because that's like the weezer song that this sounds most like to me yeah in terms of like vo- like his vocal style but like i mean it does have i suppose it does have some like kind of sounds like the sweater song yeah i was gonna say it does sound like the sweater song like like Fucking musically i think about so. sweaters his voice is a lot his voice is is definitely like i feel like uh river squamo's voice is a little bit lower but whatever it definitely is lower, I feel like, overall. Um, yeah. Jameson, how'd you feel about this song, though? Yeah, I wrote down a higher singing, faster version of Weezer. Um, <laughs> and that it's See? fine. Like, I, God damn it, I thought I was going to be the original one here, but I guess not. Um, it's fine. Wasn't really for me. I have no nostalgia. I, I don't know that I could name you a, another Motion City soundtrack or song so didn't really do it for me didn't itch or scratch any itch for me so meh uh, rather listen to Weezer fair enough. and I don't really like Weezer so <laughs> is it a gavel for you then yeah why the fuck not throw one in there let's pepper <laughs> it on Nick are you gonna are you gonna cast this one away no I'm, I'm really not I mean, I, I'm definitely going to have to be in a very particular mood to listen to it. However, this is going on the same playlist that's going to have Sugar Ray on it. It's going to have oh, there you know, you Len on it. It's it, 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 it has a very specific summery feel to it, and it's not fucking summer yet. Um, so I did not very much enjoy it right now, but I know a couple months from now, I will. Fair enough, fair enough. Um, one thing I did want to point out is the snare in this song. So we're going to get in the, the music production weeds here. That was the most bongo ass snare I've ever heard <laughs> in a, in a radio track. Like that thing was like, you, you could, every time he hits it, it was just, boom. Yeah, it was, it's weird. <laughs> it's just this, like big. Honestly, I didn't notice that until you said that. Now that's like, all I can hear. And it's so it's so distinctive and it's so important to the song that they can't like be, they could never like remaster the song and not have the bongo snare. But like it, I would never pick a snare song, like tone like that for any of my music. Like if if my snare came out sounding like that, I would throw the song in the trash. But it really works in this song. <laughs> I'd throw that song in the trash. 
No it's music cords for you in the recycle <laughs> bin. <laughs> yeah. Oh, don't drag it to the recycle. Oh, we live in a digital age. Oh, I'm analog man. Well, <laughs> all right, guys. Well, uh, let's try and hit our hit, hit our tops and bottoms. Does anybody have them set aside already? Uh oh. Oh no. Oh, what we happened? Lost, oh fuck. We lost him at the tops oh, no. and bottoms of it all. Okay. Oh, no. Well. Oh, hold oh, on. Yep. Hold He's on. back. Okay. He's back. Oh my. Uh, he he my hit the literal bottom there. Yeah. Let's try it again. I'm out. So, uh, yeah, we'll, uh, I'll just chop that. Um, let's like, let's go to the tops and bottoms of uh, Do any of you boys, uh, have the, have yours, uh, listed already. I have mine. I can go. You go first then James. So, uh, bottom of the list. I think I'm going to give it to that song by the sidekicks weed tent. Uh, didn't really, didn't hit for me. It wasn't didn't fit this playlist for me i know some of you other guys said it did um but uh going off of a song that's not my own uh let's go with belmont overstepping for top of the list uh that uh extra technical bit you know just it was a fucking cool song definitely be checking out more belmont fair enough man but yeah, that was a, that was one of those top near the top of my list. Um, I would have to say, if I'm being honest, probably bottom of my list here is going to be Blink 182's "Feeling This," just because I've heard it a million times. So it's not mm-hmm. like I'm not opposed to it, but it also there's I don't know. There's just better songs on the on this list. Like not not like that's saying anything like that's a bad one. It's just like I just. I don't know. It wasn't as enjoyable in comparison to other things on here. Um, but top of the list, I really think uh, I'd have to give it to Nothing Left, that action adventure song. I really, really yes. fucking dug that. Like, that was one I was like, mm, I want to look into these these cats. <laughs> um, that's for sure. Um, what about the rest of you guys? Nick, do you have yours? Yeah, I got mine. Um, so top of the list for me, yeah, I'm going to have to give that to set your goals. Um, so thank you, yes. Jameson, for putting those guys back on my radar. Like there, there's just a bite, like there's, there's an edge to these guys that I've been missing in, in, in some of the music that I've been listening to in this, in this vein. And so set your goals is absolutely going to get some of my ear time pretty soon. Um, bottom of the list is not because it's a bad song, but it's because even after having listened to it like four or five times, I can't remember what it sounds like. Uh, it's going to have to be uh, somewhere on, I don't even remember the title. Oh, yeah, on somewhere on Alistair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fair enough. Uh, it's, it's, just fair. It's, it's not a bad song. I just, it, there's it be, nothing about it that I can, that's just memorable to me. Yeah, it, it can be missed. Hmm. <laughs> I feel that it's just like yeah. it's one of those. It was yeah. a good band though. Well, uh, super soaker. What about uh, what about you, Dusty? How about you? Um, obviously all my songs are my favorites. <laughs> <laughs> uh, my least okay. Well, I'll agree with Nick on the Alistair song. It was my least favorite. <clears throat> I thoroughly enjoyed that song. Enjoy every song on this list, but. It would be the one, like if I were to power rank them all, it would be the bottom one, just because it's so generic pop punk and yeah. the template 
is the exact pop punk template, which I love. You know, it's like, yeah, I love steak, but some people's steaks better than other people's steaks. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, what's your top? Um, all my songs, but uh, <laughs> we talk about this. <laughs> I, I'm really thoroughly enjoy uh, the Belmont song. I think that stuck out the most, but actually I'm going to put the kids aren't all right up there just because, I mean, it just, I don't know, it's nostalgia so deep that, so, yeah. Feel it in your bones. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Like I said, I love the offspring and they get their hate, but you know what? It's fine. Fair enough. They get an eight. The eight. Well, Caleb, what about you? Never this was that denominator. It's eight. You don't need to know. You'll never know. Um, this was tough for me. Um, (laughs) experience. Um, I didn't hate it as much as I expected I would, and that sickens me greatly. Um, (laughs) that being said, um, I have. It's kind of. It was really, honestly, very hard to pick. Like, because there are some really great songs that I was very surprised by, and there were some really bad ones that I was not. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna say like it's. I'm really like torn between. Like, I'm sorry to pile on Jared, but I'm torn between somewhere on Fulton Ten by Alistair as a bottom. But I think I'm gonna. <laughs> Pounded him over the head with a gavel. Um, I think I'm gonna give it slightly to one week Blink 182 version by Alex Melton. Um, points for execution, he nailed it. But God, I, I fucking hate everything about that song. Um, top, I think the top, um, the pull ahead there is uh, Coffee at Midnight by Stand Atlantic. That's it's interesting. It's really well done. Um, it's pretty. It's, it definitely leans more towards pop, which I've come to enjoy more these days. Um, with an honorable mention to Belmont, because I like that that technical shit. Yeah. Belmont. I feel like Bel- we need to like start drafting songs for like, oh, here's a genre on draft songs. Dude. Good. Um, this was a, this was an interesting uh, interesting playlist because like Caleb, you know, you talk about how. You know, you're surprised at how, uh, how little hatred you got, you had over this playlist in comparison to what you're geared up for. I, again, I'm like not the biggest fan of pop punk, but I found at least five fucking bands on here that I'm going to follow up on. So, you know, I, I, I personally thought this was a really good fucking list. I'll definitely probably keep jamming this one into the future, honestly. So, yeah, I don't know. Pop punk. I don't think it, like Nick said, I don't think it's here to stay forever. It can hang out for now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Party's still going on. Yeah. <laughs> keep, keep listening to it. We got another pepperoni pizza on the way. With pineapple? With pineapple. No. Yeah, no. Jameson. We'll find them. Me and Jameson will get a fucking extra pineapple. large just for us. <laughs> no. That's three. Okay. Dusty's in there. Dusty's I gotta in say, there. I, I, I am a little disappointed. I expected Caleb to hate every moment of this one. Mm-hmm. And I was really looking forward to that. Well, I hated yeah. every moment of it the first time I listened to it, but you know, it, that seems to be like the thing is like my knee jerk is like, Bleh. but then when I sit and kind of like examine it a bit more, like you can find something that's good about it. And maybe I'm just getting soft and nice in old age. 
Can we do we're gonna go next? with that? No, yeah. I really no. back to I back. I wanted more vitriol. Well, okay, let's do fucking ska then. No, <laughs> you'll get it. I it's love like, that the oh, vitriol no. is all contingent on Caleb's suffering. Speaking <laughs> of, so so we talked about Cliff Diver. Cliff Diver just did a a, a collab with uh, Ska Tune Network. Ska Tune Network. What? Yeah, That's um, it's they've got it's just a new Cliff Diver song featuring Ska Tune Network, and it's an absolute fucking bop. It's 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 so much fun. Um, uh, since we're doing a pop punk playlist right now, I thought I'd shout it out because I it, I think it came out today or yesterday even, but I listened to it today and I was like, shit, if I hadn't already uploaded my songs, I would have put that on here. Mm. Barf. Oh, shit. It's like if we were to do an EDM list. <laughs> it's I coming. Be, yeah, that one's coming, coming too, Dusty. You gotta I'm, gear up I'm for looking that. forward to that. I, I think like, Caleb uh, got the most... This one was geared toward Caleb hate, which we didn't really get, but yeah. everyone has to have a list that they hate, so... The EDM is coming for Gil. I don't know. I feel like Lucas's playlist was just that. Oh no, we're gonna yeah. hit you with that noisy dubstep. It's like die. the. Oh no. I don't know. That's like the fourth back shot towards Lucas's playlist. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> and on that note, we'll we're gonna leave this episode there. Do you guys have anything else to say? Any last hatred to throw? And I didn't even want to make fun of Peter Pascasio one more time. <laughs> yeah, fuck that guy. He's a dick. Leave Peter alone. He's Leave fine. Peter alone. <laughs> no, seriously, know. Just, though. Uh, keep your stick on the ice, kids. There you go. Hey, and if you ever find yourself with a bowl of beer cheese soup, dunk some mini corn dogs in there. Take it out onto the mosh pit floor. Yeah. Every punk needs a little beer cheese soup. <laughs> Is there All broccoli right. chunks in it? Good night, corn dogs. <laughs> <laughs>